0: having god's word it's just so uh comforting like even at night when you couldn't sleep it just i found one of the tips for women that just like if you struggle with sleep start memorizing a couple of verses in like a psalm something like five, that. in summer because yeah. that kind of yeah it helps you to fall asleep but also it just kind of leaves you with god's word on your mind when you fall asleep
1: Hey friends, I'm Ryan Channel, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, encouraging other women to seek and know God and grow a deeper relationship with Him. Welcome to Wellness and the Word, a podcast helping Christian women create ultimate mental and physical wellness through meditating on God's Word to renew our minds, learning how to apply His truth to our lives, and taking care of our bodies the way He intends us to. My love for Jesus and my passion for wellness as a holistic health coach collide in this podcast that shares the gospel. Gospel literally means good news, friends. Don't we need more of that in today's world? I believe we all have a God-shaped hole in our hearts, and I want to point you to the only one who can fill it. Come join me and be encouraged as we chat about God's love and how to take care of you. Hey friend, guess what? I'm working on a new coaching program to help you overwhelmed, stressed out, and burned out mamas become mentally and emotionally well through God's word. Are you tired of waiting on life to slow down so you can start living? Are you tired of searching for more? What if you could start living intentionally right now and stop searching? That's exactly what I'll show you through my unique method for leaning into and applying God's word to your life so you become well through the word. It's the only way for mental and emotional wholeness. If you're ready to commit 40 days to grow deeper in your faith, Well Through the Word is for you. Get on the waitlist now to save $200, but hurry. This is a limited time offer with limited space because I want to keep this coaching experience an intimate one. We start August 23rd, so snag that early bird special when you join the waitlist today at wellnessandtheword.com. Hey everyone, welcome to wellness and the word. It's Ryan. And today I have a special guest with me joining us from New Zealand. Lana Tompkinson is on the podcast today. And Lana is the founder of the sleep well clinic for women. She's trained in health and sleep. She lived with insomnia, anxiety, depression, and chronic disease. And she learned how to beat them all and sleep well lana practices a holistic approach to sleep addressing the cause of insomnia her step-by-step personalized program helps women to overcome insomnia for good and live a happier and healthier life and i'm super excited to chat today about sleep because it's such an important piece of our health that i think often gets overlooked so welcome to the podcast lana
0: well thank you Ryan. thank you i'm so um privileged to be on your podcast because i know how it's important to sleep for women and i love spreading the word between the women and especially um like you and others who are uh, practicing holistic approach to wellness and especially have in knowing god's word and how god's word uh, encourages us to look after ourselves and use the gifts with god and do so much Great information out there, but just knowing how all to apply to our life—it's amazing. And sleep is um, one of the pillars of our health. Quite as you said, quite often getting get overlooked, and because we are so busy and we like doing so much, so the sleep sometimes gets in the last basket. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then everything else um, suffers if we don't prioritize sleep. So that's why kind of it's great to talk about that with you today.
1: Yes. So very true. I couldn't agree more. And I'm really excited to just talk today more about how sleep does affect all areas of our lives. And then also practical tips on how we can be better stewards of sleeping well, and really taking that into consideration in our health overall. And I know that this is something you really struggled with, and that's how you ended up becoming so passionate about helping other women in this area. So can you tell us your story with struggling to sleep, which inven- which eventually turned into chronic insomnia?
0: I think like, as I mentioned, many women, we try to do too much sometimes and we think we're super women and we can... Um, run on a low battery for a long time and that kind of was me getting involved for working full time i was actually trained as a nurse and also trained as a teacher so it's actually all helped together um to put together the big picture but even like having training sometimes we don't prioritize sleep or other things and just don't deal with stress on time or anxiety on time and then can escalate so when I was working full-time and also my husband was involved in the community work and we had boys were just teenagers so it's that period of time when you're super busy because you want to make sure everyone is fine everyone is good that meals are made and people are met and just having all the um, driving the boys around being a taxi mom and and quite often in the evenings when it's time actually to unwind to go to sleep you just start doing all the jobs around the house you just start putting the dishwasher replying to the emails uh, doing all the um washing up that kind of but also quite often what happens that women they become light sleepers once they have children and they never get into the good routine of having good night's sleep yeah part of it having younger children and then we don't deal with stress well. And then kind of when we have more pressure of life and more stress, then we kind of crumble. And that kind of it came to me that I uh, also experienced a bit dramatic uh, event. We had a few say, we had earthquakes in Christchurch in New Zealand in 2010. So that that's kind of my probably stress level got up the rough and then <laughs> being too busy and not really learning to uh, deal with your stress with your anxiety when you have anxious thoughts how to deal with them what to do and kind of leaving all those things and then I started sleeping really poorly sleeping only two three hours a night and waking up and not um getting uh back to sleep and then ended up thinking okay I still seem kind of can keep going for a while only sleeping a few hours to sleep maybe some don't sleep so long so much and then uh started affecting i started feeling having panic attacks which i never had before and i thought that's interesting because of that time probably i should have thought that my body's telling me something that yeah. i can't run on a long battery like that anymore um it should make me probably think and stop but because i was exercising also and um Having a bit more energy so it's kind of kept me going sometimes exercising even late in the evening which i wouldn't recommend to anyone late in the evening because that doesn't help you to go to sleep as well it just um should your cortisol level up um and then you rather you need to unwind so and then obviously head for a while and then when you don't sleep for a while well and then you start struggling with insomnia your brain doesn't rest and your brain doesn't get rid of all the toxins that you've got um over overnight it's just like your bed it's almost like laptop gets recharged so if your brain doesn't shut down properly if you don't have deep sleep if you don't have REM sleep the uh, brain doesn't get rid of all the toxins and then next day it's much harder to deal with anxiety with negative thoughts with uh, uh depression And then I kind of started having more anxiety and more uh, depression because of um, a a bit traumatic event just occurred, which I probably, if I was well enough, I would have dealt much better with that. But because you're under stress and you don't sleep and you have anxiety, then it's much harder to deal with any traumatic events um, and that I kind of started feeling falling apart, my very scary thoughts. And I had to go to the doctor and she was talking to, um, referring me to a psychiatrist. And I thought, really, how did I end up being here? I said, I've never thought, uh, I've been happy, healthy woman. I've um, enjoyed having my family, have a wonderful husband, supportive husband. And I thought, how did I end up being such a dark place? And that all those things were putting together stress not dealing with anxiety not resting um, not having good night's sleep can lead you to um, breakdown of your mental system and it's just uh, your mental health really suffers and then when i kind of started thinking what things need to be put together to started looking for help looking because i realized sleeping mitigation wasn't helping me um because even strong dose of sleep mitigation i wouldn't sleep it just feels you're more anxious about taking it, um, that there must be a better approach. So started looking into the whole, um, my system, my behaviors, my habits, my thoughts. I did a course on anxiety, on panic attacks as well, and I uh, learned very important things, how to deal with our thinking, how to reshape our thoughts, how that they're helpful, realistic, that they actually... Um, help you to think well, and as well as uh, other habits, my sleep habits, which were not helpful, kind of uh, unwinding more in the evening, having rest and prioritizing sleep. And what to do actually when you wake up, because before, if I wake up, I would be doing vacuuming. Well, that's not very helpful or doing something very helpful. If you do wake up and get up, maybe doing something, uh, quietly or reading a book something that can make you feel sleepy and go back to sleep so looking at the whole picture everything what i have to change with my sleep with my thoughts with my and that kind of i realize there are so many other women struggling with sleep especially like sometimes over 40 and they because of um light event but also stress anxiety and not learning over time to deal with stress with anxiety and then their sleep suffer my friend ended up in hospital so because of um chronic insomnia and then i said something needs to be done and then i went um i did more training and sleep and then having my um nursing background and kind of that that's um that kind of made me so passionate about helping women with sleep
1: Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And I had just so many aha moments in your story because it really just is a testament to the fact that all of these things are connected, right? Like our physical health, our mental health, our emotional health. I, I love to really hear those stories just to see how they all intertwine and why they're all important. Like one isn't more important than the other, right? If you have this amazing diet, but you don't sleep well, or vice versa, or you have really troubling thoughts, but you go to the gym every day, like there's, it's all connected and you have to really look at the whole picture and get all of them in check. Right. And it it doesn't always have to be perfect, but it really is that holistic view that you and I like to look at and see how can we really make those small tweaks to each of them so that they all can start working together because you can't just focus on one area. It really truly is all interconnected.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. you just the way I pulled it. It's so much everything to it. And sometimes it doesn't have to be drastic changes, but even some small changes in each area that you need to do to see the difference.
1: Yeah. I, and I just, I loved that you were proactive and you were, seeking out resources of how you can kind of tackle this problem and everything else started kind of minimizing right like the depression the anxiety and you had an autoimmune disease that kind of came up in the middle of all of this as well right so yes. can you kind of talk more about how all of these things are connected to our sleep the anxiety the depression the autoimmune disease how they all affected your sleep or how they all maybe came about because of your lack of sleep mm.
0: yes it's um autoimmune disease it's quite often it's just lots of reason and stress is one of the reasons but also is um our gut is uh, one of the areas that is quite responsible and if we are running high on adrenaline for quite a while our gut where um gets damaged quite often that leads to autoimmune disease Um, so because of anxiety and being on fight and flight mode for quite a bit a long time um that your um body kind of actually wears and it develops insomnia chronic insomnia one of the reasons why people can have autoimmune disease or anxiety and stress so one of the things people quite often i would say um recommend to when you've got the autoimmune disease stress is number one that you have to look at that how you can manage stress that you can um then other things, obviously, how to um, appropriate diet to um, heal your gut as well and all those things together. But yeah, stress and having a good night's sleep, that's one of the blocks that can help you to um, get better and get your autoimmune disease under control. Um, so, yeah, it's one of my other next step maybe after insomnia just helping people with autoimmune disease because... It can be so debilitating, yeah. um, but again, it's just those blocks to put them together, like managing stress, getting good sleep, diet, so much better for years now, since I had autoimmune disease um, and started running again, and which I never thought that I will start um, getting more a physical um, mm-hmm. exercise. So it just kind of, yeah.
1: Yeah. and what role did your faith play in all of this for you
0: thank you that's a really good question um it's just so comforting knowing um god is looking after you in all of this he's got a purpose and he uh, i think lately i was just thinking of that verse who he who did not spare his not his own son how he would not give everything for you. And um, it's just so comforting Then in the middle of everything, you know, God cares for you. Um, he loves you. And having God's word, it's just so uh, comforting. Like it was at night when you couldn't sleep. It just, I found one of the tips for women and just like if you struggle with sleep, start memorizing a couple of verses in like a Psalm, Psalm like oh, in summer, because yeah. that kind of, yeah, it helps you to fall asleep, but also it just kind of leaves you with God's word on your mind when you fall asleep and, um, writing down what you learn and gratitude. We'll talk a bit later about that, but, um, yeah, it's God's word it's just so encouraging that he's actually real. He cares for you. He knows you and he knows what you're going through. Um, Because if he's done so much for you, what he's gone through for you, coming to this world, sinful world, dying for me on the cross for my sin, how much more he cares for me. And knowing that this life is kind of, we will experience sickness, we will experience grief, um, but that's something we um, need to learn to trust him and lean on him. And his word is just so comforting. Yes.
1: I agree. It is. It is so comforting. And I just love that idea to memorize a part of the Bible, especially one that can be comforting. And in that, the Psalms are such a beautiful place to be because we see in the Psalms, praising God, we see lamenting to God, right? Crying out to God. And if you're struggling in some way, whether it is with insomnia or anxiety or stress or depression, That's such a wonderful place to find other believers who were also struggling and crying out to God. And we truly can find that comfort in his word if we look for it and if we apply it to our lives. And I just love that tip because you can really use that at night when you are struggling to just cling to those words and have them in your mind, like you said. So that's really beautiful. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, it just... um we've got so many resources it's just um and having god's word and lots of other tools that we can use now it's incredible also um, the comfort and the hope for believer it's just something you can't take granted It's um everything's kind of it's not i'm not saying it's easy but everything has meaning you know it's a nothing whatever you're doing nothing that you're going through it's without meaning it's um a whole big picture of us being god's children and looking forward to the future with him it's like yeah we will have ups and downs but well what a future awaits for us so it's like yeah
1: yeah we choose to we can choose to turn our pain into purpose right and When we, as believers, when we say like, God's word is so comforting, we don't mean that in like a cliche or trying to kind of wipe away your struggles, but just to know that you are seen. And I think I would say, I would tell someone if they weren't a believer, if they weren't sure to even just try it, right? Like it can't hurt if you could find comfort in these words and nothing else, you've tried all the other things. What could it hurt to try this as kind of that remedy for, again, whether it is insomnia or depression, what could it hurt to try? And what if it did change your life?
0: It's funny you said that because I have women who maybe are not so, um, not believers yet, or they're searching, or they're maybe just praying, have some faith. And I say, why wouldn't you try reading the Bible to comfort you or, Listen to the audio book. That can uh, you can find some really good audio books of the Bible, and when you can't sleep, you can um, listen it read to you. So um, yeah,
1: that's awesome. So can you share some ideas for those who do struggle with sleep or have insomnia? What are some suggestions to help them wind down for bed to hopefully start helping them? get rid of this sleep issue that they struggle with
0: there are lots of things can be done and I'd quite often um why i do assessment first with women that I kind of get this big picture of what's going on what's in their life how what are their sleep habits what are their thoughts what about um their health in general what could be triggering that so it's really good to kind of yourself pull quite often when you're doing yourself it is hard because you've been there stuck maybe in your habits stuck you're thinking for a long time and you don't see that it's maybe contributing to your insomnia but it one of the things if you do struggle with stress thinking what are the main uh, triggers of stress in my life so how can I deal it how can I manage is it um relationship is a toxic relationship what can you do what can you mend here uh is that my um work is too toxic how can i change maybe you can't change drastically your boss or something like that but maybe you can change your attitude what can you do like there um where can you ask for help so quite often saying to women when stressing with uh stress uh, managing stress think of things to say learn to say no and learn to say yes when you learn to say no just are you doing too much are you overworking are you taking too many responsibilities and thinking you can do everything Um, and it's funny I learned it. it just God doesn't require us to be everywhere and everyone for everything it's just like we are not a Messiah, as I tell my husband <laughs> You kind of <laughs> learn to do in what you're able to do, but not um, everything. We're just limited, We're, we need sleep, we need to uh, spend time with our loved ones. So just thinking, what can you say? No, uh, just think it, it's too much, just weigh on your plate as you say, what is it? And then learn to say yes, learn to say yes to help maybe. To people to help you resources. Your children start growing, trusting them a bit more, not being perfectionist. um Like I learned my way, just thinking that uh, my boys can't do the way I can't do. I can do it so they I wouldn't ask them, and then just ended up having everything, doing everything yourself. So That's a big one for things.
1: women. Yes, yes, I would agree. Yes. We think we have to do everything, and we need to delegate more. I'm totally guilty of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I just. Um, learning to manage your stress that when you go to bed you're not still in a flight and uh, fight mode that you uh, can't um, fall asleep because if you don't unwind and leaving yourself sometimes in the evenings actually to unwind it's interesting research shows that it. Children are the best sleepers, and why do you think they're the best sleepers? Because they have a big time routine. <laughs> because we just kind of make sure they had the shower, they um brush the their teeth, they just read a book, read a book, a story to them, and they just got used to that pattern day, night after night, and they fall asleep so much easily and sleep through the night. While we women kind of well, they're going to sleep. Let's do something. What I'm going to do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what other jobs are left that need to be done? So we don't have some time. Or we start watching TV maybe too late. And then we miss the time actually when we're sleepy. Mm. And then it takes so much longer to go back to sleep. Or we are started doing something. So that we, miss. we don't prioritize. I think it's just kind of the whole mindset. We change. Uh, you need to change our mindset thinking that, if I do get a good night's sleep, it means I can do more tomorrow. But they were thinking, oh, I have this time of the evening. I will um, can do more work tonight.
1: Yes, <laughs> totally. Just, we do yeah, that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just changing our uh, perception of that, that will help. And then thinking, yep, I uh, i know one of my friends who said she puts alarm at 9 o'clock. After 9 o'clock, she wouldn't be doing anything else. Um. And it's time for her to unwind and get ready for bed. So it's like putting those habits into practice. Like, uh, yeah, if you need a lamp to put, then do that because, um, yeah, so prioritizing sleep and having that bedtime routine, like children. So it's like what kind of helps you to unwind, maybe just having a nice, um, herbal tea or like having a shower. Shower is really good in the evening because it just that you kind of almost washing all the dirt from the day, all your thinking, and all that. Uh, That's and good. It's, to it's quite heart. often, when you drop uh, have a shower, your body temperature drops and a few uh, degrees, so that helps you to get uh, to sleep better. Um, and also, actually, dealing if you do have anxiety and stress, dealing with that at am not leaving kind of when you go to bed, you have all these thoughts about that you haven't de- uh, dealt with. So dealing with anxiety kind of maybe journaling it's really good way to deal write down your thoughts what you're anxious about uh, why are you anxious about when you're dealing and writing down those thoughts it's good to explain to yourself um why I'm de- using words even like i understand why i feel like that or this is because something happened in a day or something i watched or something i witnessed um or the conversation i had with someone or something even from my past i used to feel that way so just explaining yourself why you feel that way and what can you do that and it just as a christian you can have so much comfort from god with what he says to you and how you can um lean on him and ask him actually god i'm struggling here with this and i what can i do and also just um, think if it's a big problem uh, maybe how you can solve this problem what you can do and what you can't do quite often i say to women it's like living in god's capable hands so think what you can do Yeah, almost kind of imagine God's hands. You just almost like if you struggle with that thing for days and days, it's on your mind. It's a, it's either issue at home or the kind of think, work out the strategies you could d- deal with it. But then it's almost kind of place it in God's hands. You take care of it now. I can't do anything more about that I like when I read one of the quote from um, you. Uh, read Ben Casson. Have you heard? Um, who's been cousin yeah no uh-uh uh, he's a very famous uh, surgeon who was the first one um separated um siami twins and it was very um hard operation on his brain but his mother was raising the boys him and his brother all by herself and quite often she wanted to give the best uh, of education and the Training them, and uh, quite often she struggled because she had to work hard herself. And then she used to say, God, I'll do my best, you do the rest.
1: Love that, yes, oh, that's so good,
0: yeah. And it's quite often you say, just like, I'll do my best, and you do the rest. So you live in God's hands because I'm almost leaving the burden of everything. So dealing with that stress and passing it to God. Um, so that at night, when you go to sleep, you are at peace. So you don't have anxiety about uh, those things.
1: That's so good. I'm going to teach that to my kids.
0: Do your best, let God do the rest. So good.
1: And I just, I loved all of those practical tips that you gave, just kind of being realistic about our time. We do, we over- over pile our agendas and we say yes to all the things and we don't say no enough to the, to the things that we should say no. And then we wonder why we're stressed out, why we can't sleep, why we have all of these worries. And I also liked right there at the end, how you were talking about giving them to God. Cause I do that sometimes in my meditations where I say, take all of those worries out of that heavy backpack that you carry around, right? This would probably be a great thing to do at night is to do one of the meditations that we do here on the podcast and take out all of your worries from the heavy backpack that you're carrying around all day. And just take that weight off of you every single night, because we can't, if we can't do anything about it, like you said, what can you do about it right now in this moment? If there's nothing that you can do then then we shouldn't worry about it and um just focusing kind of what can you do how can you release it i love the journaling idea because i'm a huge fan of journaling and then i loved how you talked about kids are always such a good example for us. I I'm serious. Like we give them these wonderful bedtime routines and we should also do that for ourselves. I liked, um, the showering idea and like that, the visual, I love the visuals, like that visual of just showering and washing off your day and being able to go to sleep. So that's awesome. I love that. And definitely kind of doing something that's not engaged in technology right before bed because that's what everybody does and we should do something like read or journal instead.
0: Yeah, it's quite often. It's actually, I read just lately, the latest research on um, using devices and we all kind of heard because the blue light is either of your um, laptops or your phone or whatever you're using, iPad, at the blue light that kind of uh, slows down the production of melatonin. But the research actually sh- showed that it, it's not as much now the blue light because we're all very smart now. We all kind of got the shelter light uh, that we changed to the yellow light. <laughs> and it's not that what keeps us awake, but actually the stimulation. It's either positive stimulation or negative stimulation because when you're reading something, you either can become very anxious about that something happened somewhere, or the world events and everything kind of uh, triggers our anxiety, or it either could be a positive stimulation to you, or excited something, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and then that could keep you awake as well. So it's just those things that kind of why we shouldn't be using the device. And especially if you wake up at night and if you're awake, it's the last thing you should be probably oh reaching out to phone and replying to your emails or going on social media because that will keep you awake for hours and an hour. Just have a book, the Bible, besides you in the journal. Yes.
1: <laughs> I know my That's husband what does that.
0: Besides my, my journal and my Bible.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that. I have, my husband wakes up almost every night and then he just gets on his phone and i'm like no that's why you can't sleep so he drives me crazy i'm trying to trying to help him understand i know he gets it he just he just like it's a, habit. It's it's a yeah. habit
0: yes <laughs> but he doesn't actually now um probably go he actually got uh got rid of his Facebook. but um uh, he will probably listen now uh to a sermon or something that will help him to Back to it, exactly. but he used to kind of go on scroll but yeah um i mean i used to do that yeah,
1: yeah yeah so that's a better idea is it's it's better to just listen to something rather than watch something
0: yeah you can put like an audiobook especially if you are listening to something for more than two weeks your brain kind of gets used to the same familiarity and then you might not even listening but you kind of calms you down that you know it might have to drift to sleep so that's a really good tip uh so if you're struggling like find maybe a story or audio book that whatever um you like yeah. listening or um, interest geography history but even the bible like find um yeah. if you don't know if you heard david sushet he's one of the best uh readers of the bible so you can get his app and he's a nectar in um um one of the movies. he's um yeah Oh, cool. and you read the whole bible and it just his wow. voice is amazing oh that's
1: to. awesome i'm gonna have to check that out that's cool i'll have to put yeah. that and i'll put a link into that in the show notes also
0: yeah one thing i was going to mention to you like we talked about that um you know like giving our burden to god and everything and it's important to uh, you're they, not kind of not acknowledging that you just think, oh God will take care of it. Yes, it's important, but also you have to deal with that quite often. It's like acknowledge what is it going on and why it's going on. So quite often when we especially in Christian circle that can happen, that you can bottle it up. And sometimes when you bottle it up, it can become a bigger issue if we don't deal with it. But uh thinking that's how I feel and that's why I feel that um and yeah. Passing it to God. So it kind of quite often if we don't release it, don't acknowledge that we and bottle it up, that it can become a bigger issue. So it's important to deal with that. Yeah. If you've got some negative thoughts or anxiety about something.
1: Yeah. I love that. We can't just sweep it under the rug. It does have to be dealt with. Yeah. That's good. And you talked about, you shared something with me earlier that we should also spend some time earlier in the evening writing our to-do list. So we're not going to bed with that to-do list in our head and stressing out about all the things we need to do, but kind of get that out of our head earlier in the night. And, you know, what do we need to do tomorrow? Write it down, let it go then. And then at night when we can't sleep, we're not going over our to-do list, but we can rather kind of go through our gratitude list and that can help us also calm down. Right. Yeah. That's
0: um, yeah, well done for noticing. Yeah. So, um, you can have even a few lists. You can have to-do list and your shopping list and maybe something that you, a project you're doing or something that you just write it separately. And so that keep it like doing that during the day that as it comes to your mind, write it down. It's quite often, once it's written, it's out of your mind. You don't hold on to that thought all the time. Um, but if you don't deal with that, and you go to be it. And then when you have all those ways and thoughts, oh, tomorrow I need to organize that. Tomorrow I need to go and buy that. And those are random thoughts because quite often one thought will come and then another out comes out from that. And, it, and we think, where we can stop it. It's just racing mind and um, just all the tabs like on a laptop are open and it just, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> dealing probably in the afternoon before you go to bed and even at daytime, um, locating even 20 minutes and writing down all the things that you. Need to do or things loving worries your worries as well, and then at night maybe just leaving your gratitude, what you're thankful for that day, um, because there's always we can be thankful for so many things. Um, yeah, it's, and it's good to kind of to go I into detail uh, specifically. Thank not just I have a house, but yeah, maybe <laughs> um, yeah, what nice conversation you had with your family, and something encouraging you heard, or things went well with your work or things like that. So yeah.
1: That's awesome. So much good practical advice for us and really practical advice for creating better sleep habits. I've so enjoy this. And I just love that this is your mission and that you're helping women because I think it really is a bigger problem than we realize. I've realized that recently that there are so many women who struggle with sleep. And like you said, especially after becoming a mom, because I do not sleep how I used to sleep. I wake up at every noise my kids make, but luckily I feel like I am a very good sleeper. So I'm, I'm very blessed in that way. But Lana, I have loved this conversation and I would love if you would let everyone know where they can connect with you and learn more about what you do and how you can help them.
0: Yes. I have my website. It's called the sleep well clinic for women and where I offer different programs for women. Um, but also I have a group, it's called, um, the insomnia, insomnia support group for women. And it's growing rapidly because of, um, as you said, the need there for women to kind of, to help them to fix their sleep and just feeling normal, um, that's what kind of often women said. I want to feel normal, <laughs> like before, like I used to feel before. But um, yeah. I don't feel tired because it impacts your life so much. Your mm-hmm. ability to do things, your um, how you feel, and how you what, um how much you could do. And then quite often, women who struggle with sleep it on their mind all the time. I have to get enough sleep. So just helping them to make that change to fix their sleep. So it's insomnia support group and also my website, the Sleep Well Clinic for Women. And you can also find me on Facebook, Lana Tompkins, and I just message me that I will reply in the next few days. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Yay. I was just thinking when you were saying that people are stressed out because they can't sleep and then they can't sleep because they're stressed out and it's just it's one big cycle.
0: <laughs> yes, that's what you usually have to address also at the same time stress and sleep because quite often yeah and anxiety or anxiety or sleep because you can't sleep because you're anxious, but then mm-hmm. because you're not sleeping well, you're more anxious. <laughs>
1: oh man. Yeah. Chicken
0: egg situation. Yeah,
1: <laughs> totally. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you again so much, everyone. I will have in the show notes, how you can connect with Lana. And I'm really excited for you to just continue blessing women who are struggling in this way. And I know a few friends right off the top of my head who you are going to bless as well. So thank you so much.
0: Thank you Ryan, for having me. It's such a privilege. Thanks for listening to Marissa and the Word. May you be blessed and always be a blessing.
1: Bye! Hey lady, if you loved today's episode or connected with something you heard, it would mean the world to me if you took a quick minute to leave me a review and share this podcast so other women can be encouraged along with us and join our sisterhood.